Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vinsize Podcast Show. Emergency Hopefully edition. Hopefully, everybody's having a good Wednesday. I got my boy Josh, Josh B over here on the on the Vinsize Podcast Show again. So, Mr. Mr. Josh B, how's your Wednesday going, my guy? I got and, emergency. Uh, way, everybody, overall sports show, Central Overall Sports Show in the afternoon. That's going to be as it was supposed to be today. But our boy Andrew was busy, so I can't wait to uh, for the overall sports show for tomorrow, which is, by the way, at 1230 uh, afternoon Eastern time on Twitter Spaces and on Spotify Green Room as well. So, Joshua B., how was your Wednesday night going? Yeah, and I think, we, I think, John, I think we got to save the Jets fans. In the t- well, we, we do, but I, I got the news came down from the Titans yes. that they're cutting a wide receiver who has been injured and just completely ineffective that they were cutting an offensive lineman who has had each of the last two years ruined by ACL injuries mid that they were cutting a linebacker who was actually pretty good two years ago. And last year um, just got injured and, and whatever. And Um, by the way, they cut Odori Jackson, which that was a stupid move to keep going. Yep. Wow. And they cut Odori Jackson. So basically it's Traylon Burks and pray for rain in the Tennessee Titans, and Derrick Henry, and, yeah. that, and like, everybody else is just, like, completely accepted. Yeah, yeah and, well, they cut, they cut George Jackson last year, which is why he was on the Giants, but which, by the way, that was a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. so the Giants didn't cut, the Giants didn't cut a Dory Jackson, yeah, yeah. the Titans did. Yeah. yeah, they're just, they're, like, all right, so I said this on the overall sports show um, yep. a few months ago, and everybody got on my case about yep. how John Robinson was like that firing John Robinson is like is like a grass is greener on the other side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was bitching like, oh, well, you can't you can't trust John Robinson in his drafts. You know, we look at the AJ Brown trade. Look how bad that was. This guy deserves to lose his job. And I remember saying out loud to you, be yep. careful what you wish for. Yep. Because there is another like there is a much worse fate. Than like mm-hmm. winning your division and losing in the playoffs every year, and you're seeing it right mm-hmm. now. If you're a Titans fan, yep. Um, and if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, or you're a fan of, oh, I don't know, let's say the 49ers, and mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to replace a completely ineffectual Mike McGlinchey with a stud like Taylor Lewan, and have a and have a tandem of um, of Trent Williams on one yes. side and Taylor Lewan on the other, a veteran, yep. get Taylor mm-hmm. Lewan for like fucking cheap. Go do it. Yes. Go do it. That is exactly the kind of player that a contender should be targeting. I agree. If, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, but yeah. yeah. Well, of course, of course, if he's healthy, but if he was healthy, he wouldn't be cut in the first place. Yeah. The whole point is that he's coming off an injury. Yep. He's a stud offensive lineman when he's available. Oh yeah. And like, if he's not the focus of your team, if you're getting him on something like, you know, one year, 2 million, like that neighborhood. Yeah. Dude, he's a freaking rock. Excuse my, I, I was going to say. No, you're gonna, you're gonna, you can curse him out. Okay, go ahead. Okay, man. like he's a fucking rock. He is a stud. And I, I called you and I asked, I, I want to do a, a podcast, one, to save the Jets. We might be too late, by the way. No, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Keep going. Keep going. One Talk reason to, is to save yeah, the Jets. No, John, we can, go, we can go all day with Jets fans. But go ahead. Well, but the 49ers thing is like really what I kind of wanted to get on your podcast. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Andrew's go ahead. not, Andrew's not going to jump on this, but no. you might, you might be interested. And I would absolutely love your take me and you have talked about how i think mike mcglinchey is just completely overrated yes, how I yes, think, yes, yes i i think that he's i know what i know the kind of hype he's getting he's not worth anything close to the kind of hype that he's 49er fans down on twitter keep going yep yep 
Taylor Lewan, however, yeah. is worth the hype. Yes. And if you're cutting him because you're worried about the injury, then and everybody's worried about the injury, that's a bargain waiting to happen. And yep. if you're Taylor Lewan and you're looking around and you're going, well, where could I you know, have a meaningful impact, mm-hmm. also recover from an ACL injury, and be in line to win a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can't look at the San Francisco 49ers as 1A. Yeah. Like, as number one. Because you're not starting in Kansas City, nope. right? Nope. And, like, you might start for the Eagles, but, like, it's going to involve you beating out Lane Johnson. Yeah. So go to the 49ers. That would be my third pick. Yeah. If I'm Taylor, why, what do you think? I'm with you. And he's a good run blocker. And that's what are the Niners are known for. They're running the football. And I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Josh. I mean, I'm okay with the move. I mean, honestly, here's what I think Kyle's going to do, and I, but I'm with you. I mean – for this free industry, I mean, listen, we're going to lose some player, which is fine. But at the end of the day, Clyde wants to win with depth. So, hey, listen, if they want to go with him, I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, honestly, the only thing that I'm worried about is just, the, um, you know, it's the, I'm looking at McGlinchey and I'm looking at Jimmy Ward, right? So, I mean, listen, if they let, let go of McGlinchey, I don't care. Um, I don't because they can get some veterans. And, and Kyle is good at getting free agents. He really, really is. I mean, you saw last year. Uh, with Ray Ray McLeod, that was a good move. We signed Chavarius <laughs> Ward, that was a good move. So Niner make the Niners make good moves. So I'm not really really concerned. Um, but so Mike McGlinchey, good luck to you. Hopefully you find a good spot. We'll see where he goes. I mean, I'm, I mean, shit, the Bears can use him. I mean, a lot of teams can use him. I, I think the Bears have the most money to get him anyways. So, but yeah, the Bears, the Bears, when I heard about the right tackle, left tackle of Tennessee, some Niners, some Niners swords that I. So that I saw is don't be surprised if the Niners try to go get him, which yeah. he's a good run blocker. And what what are the Niners known for is wanting the football. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it sure does. Like if you're the 49ers, um, it, like first off, losing Mike McGlinchey isn't losing anything. No, okay, no. let's clear the air on that right now. Yeah. Like I'm 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 almost sure now. I might not be big enough. I'd have to bulk up. But I think with a full training camp, I would probably be as good of a pass protector as Mike McGlinchey was. <laughs> yeah. I know how to roll around on my ass. I've done it before. <laughs> and if that's what Mike McGlinchey's job was, that's what it was every time I watched him, mm-hmm. then sure, I can do the same thing. Yeah. Sign me, right? Yeah. I, I swear to God, most overrated free agent. You're going to be hearing a lot about him in the upcoming months. Yep. And just as an FYI, the Bears can outbid anybody. I mean, we've talked about this on they the can, podcast. And they should do it. And they should do it, Josh. They like, well, they it. can do they can do whatever they want. Like if they want to go and like and sign Aaron Rodgers for like fifty million dollars a year, they're they're completely they able do to they do, can it. do it. Yeah, they can do yeah, it. Yeah, they're the one team that can just do whatever they want. Yep. Um, if the Bears, I mean, either the Bears are watching film or they're not. It's one or the other. And if they're <laughs> not watching film, then they're going to side Mike McGlinchey. And that's how you'll know. You know how they're not watching wondering. film? They didn't, yeah. they didn't watch, you know, Josh, you know how they're not watching film? They didn't watch Chase Claypool. But keep going. It's all good. Well, but that was, I mean, yeah. And that's clearly the answer, right? That's clearly the answer to know that they're not watching film. Could you just imagine, just for a moment before we switch topics um, and yeah, get to why we're really here about the Jets? Yes. Could you just imagine if you're like sitting there, you're you're Mike McClaskey or you're Virginia McClaskey, whoever owns the Bears, right? Yes. You're yes. the Bears owner, and someone comes to you and they're like, "So we know that you that he didn't have a good performance in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but just trust us, we haven't watched the tape, and we think yep. we should get twenty million dollars a year to Mike McGlinchey." Could you just imagine? And you're the owner of a professional franchise team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got to be so discouraging to Bears fans. Yeah, yeah. It's 
so discouraging to be linked to all these mediocre players. All mm-hmm. right, why are we really here? Why are we really here? We've gone eight minutes on the huge Titans news. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so Josh, okay. how can we make Titan fans happy? Because obviously the GM came from San Francisco. Hopefully Ron can help help Titan fans. They got rid of Robert Wood. He's released. And by the way, Josh, you're not surprised with Ram fans wanting to reunite with Robert Woods. Look at Ram they're, fans. They're, they're so they're hungry. They're, they're so hungry for a Ram receiver, too, receiver. Look at that. But go like, Robert Woods was that at the end of his tenure. They just, they have so lit, they have such short term memory. Like, <laughs> yeah. two years ago, Robert Woods was getting beaten out by Van Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. For Snake. And somehow he's going to just show up and the Rams are going to have a number two receiver. He's not the answer either. Like, Robert Woods is a nothing. Right yeah. now, losing that Cunningham is a little bit of a something, but yeah. again, you're not, like the thing about the Zach Cunningham cut yeah. is that you don't have anything to go on, no, like except for the team who's like, We cut him because we're worried about the medicals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if they're worried about the medicals and you have nothing else to go on, then you kind of just have to shrug your shoulders. That's the kind of cut where you're like, Well, I don't know if you're doing the right thing, but yeah, you know, whatever, you have access to information that I don't, yeah, right. That's- the Juan thing is different. Taylor Juan came back from an ACL injury twice already in his career and has looked awesome each time. So what would be different this time, right? But yeah. the Zach Cunningham, you haven't seen him come back from an injury, so you don't no. know. So if you're a Titans fan, a couple of things to make you happy. The first is you need to accept that your franchise has a grand total of one proven difference maker. There's one. On both sides, I should say that. I shouldn't say that. There are two, one on each side of the ball. First yep. one is Bell Casey. He's a stud at defensive tackle. Yep. The other is Derrick Henry at running back. And everybody else across both lines, everywhere in the secondary, they're all like replaceable. Yes. Nobody yes. there is, is replaceable and is irreplaceable except for the two guys I named. And what's more, if you're the Titans and you know in advance before the season even starts mm-hmm. that you are competing in the weakest division, a division that has the Jaguars over the cap having lost in the second round, is it the, yeah, the second round of Kansas City and like completely predicated on Trevor Lawrence staying healthy with Cam Robinson as his left tackle, yeah. right? That yeah. you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do, which mm-hmm. is tear it down, keep the two studs that you have, mm-hmm. and just build around them and so you're doing that yeah now i don't think it's going to happen this year no and i have an next year but i do think in year three you're going to see yourself in the same place that the jets are right now yeah or seven and nine you're eight and you're eight and nine yep. uh, you're nine and eight and all of a sudden you're able to function as a team that is not just like trying to win yeah trying to win um the regular season year after year only to flame out in the playoffs but you're in a position to win um, to win championships or to build the San Francisco way. I'm sure that's what he's saying. Yes, yes. I'm, what I'm not sure about is are you going to get the same amount of time that um, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan did to build it the right way? Right. That's the sure about. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, the, the way to make Titans fans happy is know that you're at the beginning yeah. of the you're at the beginning of the road and not at the end. This isn't yeah. going to be how your team looks at the end of the off season, and it's not going to be how um, your team looks in three years. Yes, but you are at the beginning of the road, and the beginning yes. of the road is going to hurt. Yes, Tell me, real quick before we move on, I think for Titans fans' for sake, 
I hope you guys find your next AJ Brown. Listen, I like Trayvon Burks, but you got to find another receiver over Robert Woods, obviously. And hopefully they can. And all and also Josh, hopefully they can replace their right tackle that they just released. So hopefully they can. I mean, listen, I trust. Listen, I'm going to support my man Ron. Man, he came for San Francisco. Hopefully he can fix his tie-ins. And they think if he can, I mean, we'll see how they do next year, man. We'll see because I love Derrick Henry. I love their defense when healthy. They got to stay healthy, but we shall see, man. Because long road. Long. No, 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 no. Time fans, hopefully you're listening to us because we got the end, at the end of the day, it's going to be tough to replace AJ Brown. It's going to be tough. So we'll see what happens. But okay, so to make our boy Andrew Jones proud, okay, for Jets fans. So obviously the source is right. The source is not thing. The Jets told Derek Carr he could be the first ballot Hall of Famer it's if nuts. he wins in, in it's New York. Nuts. Now, okay, Josh. <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Now, fantasy is next month, obviously, right? So, I mean, obviously, they're waiting for Rodgers. I mean, it would have surprised me if we hear Derek Carr news this weekend, by the way. I do think it's either going to be the Jets, Panthers, or the Saints. It's just a matter of what team. Which, by the way, which, by the way, sorry for interrupting, but which, by the way, the Panthers, by the way, are making a good staff. And By the way, Panther fans get ready to be excited, but Obviously, it depends on their quarterback, obviously. But shout out to the Panthers because their coaching staff is looking really well. But anyways, Josh, to make Jets fans happy, right? Obviously, they have the GM. Obviously, we love the coach. Now, your thoughts about the Derek Carr new, which, I, which by the way, we're probably going to talk about that overall sports show about it tomorrow. So, Josh, um, your thoughts? Okay. What do you think is going to happen with Derek Carr this week? Well, let's let's go back to what you just said about the Panthers, and it's yes. all going to depend on the, on the quarterback. Right. Now, what right. you say, just, just so I have it in my mind, Yes. When you say it's all going to depend on the quarterback, are you we talking Sam Darnold? Are we talking Derek Carr? Are we talking about yeah. uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Because it's all all the same, dude. Right, right. It's yeah. all all the same. And yeah. just so everybody knows, Daniel Jones is all all the same as well. Yeah, yeah. So in case you've got like some kind of weird Derek Carr is going to win a Super Bowl, is going to win in the New York Jets uniform and be a first ballot Hall of Famer delusion – in Carolina, it, it, it's not true. And by the it, way, Josh, they're all they're all white. They're, they're all go to Utah right now. I'm kidding. Look at that. And I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I say to you, Vince, and I want to know if you agree that if Derek Carr were to win a Super Bowl, he would have as much claim to the Hall of Fame as Pizza Pizza. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy, Josh? If you look up back at Carr's career, like looking back, he wasn't that bad, bro. I think that what really fucked him up was that injury. Uh, people forgot. Well, when he got injured, bro, you know who the Raiders quarterback was? I guess it's Texas. Brock Osweiler versus Connor Cook. Look at that. And I think if Derek Carr was healthy, I think Derek Carr would have probably won that game, but that's not the there. So, um, listen, man, Josh, let me ask you this. Yeah. When we find out about the Derek Carr news this weekend, and it might be so, maybe next week, but where's your hunch that where he's going? Well, it's got to be the Jets. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you're – okay, so, like, First off, if you're Derek Carr, yes, right, yeah, and someone's and like, for you must have been sad when the Raiders told you they were going with Jared Stidham. Exactly, I mean, I exactly. I, never way, Josh, I don't Derek trust Carr. the Raiders. At the, at the end of the day, we can't trust the Raiders because well, look what happened when Josh Fitzgerald was them Denver Bronco. But keep going. Go ahead. No, but I mean, couldn't you like a man? I I never looked at it from Derek Carr's perspective. I probably. Yeah. 
uh, when he left the team because he was replaced by because they told him they were going in the Jarrett Stidham direction. Which that must terrible. have been yep. uh, that must have been a severe blow to his confidence. Exactly. Yep. To lose his job to Jarrett Stidham. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of finding yourself at the bottom of a bottle, mm-hmm. instead of developing a drinking problem, which is what I predicted, um, you know, I thought that he was going to, you know, have a gambling problem. I thought we would see him on the streets of Vegas, hungover, yeah. you know, <laughs> bottles down the road. I thought that, like, he might be discovered in a ditch somewhere, <laughs> you know, like, I, I thought it was going to be, like, who did it and ran. And instead, what he got was a Jets team that is like, you know what? If you come here and you win, you're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me put this bluntly to Derek Carr. No, you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. If you win with the Jets, you're like a second or third ballot Hall of Famer. But everybody yeah. does get into the NFL Hall of Fame eventually, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Here or there is that you have a team with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall ready yeah. to win now on defense. And they're they're sweet talking you. They're saying, please come here. We think you can we think you're better. Yeah. We think that you can win with this group. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. First off, they're already the best team, yeah. right? Actually yeah. look actively looking for a quarterback. But second of all, to hear that kind of love language, oh my God. So of course, of course it's gotta be the Jets. I mean, you can say what you want about the Panthers. DJ Moore does not equal Garrett Wilson. No, no, he's not. No, no, no. He is not. That two. Those are two different players. Yeah. Um. And like you can say what you want about the Giants, but Richie James does not equal. No, does, hell no. No. Garrett no. Wilson. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's just no way. Now we sat here and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. That Aaron Rodgers is the one who can actually make a Super Bowl dream come true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But if I mean, if you're going to whisper sweet nothings in Derek Carr's ears, because you can't get to Aaron Rodgers' ears because they're in the middle of a darkness retreat. Wait, 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 wait before you move on, okay, I, I, okay, I want to. All right, keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> it's probably true. It's probably true that, like, they were going to woo Aaron Rodgers and they can't find him because he's in the middle of the darkness retreat. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, don't you? I mean, you can tell me you feel differently. Tell no, me no, Josh, you're, you're right, and I'm with you. You know what's crazy, and I'm okay with the Jets going for Carr because honestly, now I'm worried because obviously, you know, it's ha- the OC is hacking. Obviously, the other guy, uh, although also a play caller, is Todd Downing. Which, by the way, Carr knows Todd Downing from the Raiders. He was the Raiders OC when, by the way, Jack Del Rio was the head coach. By the way, which it was, that's, ever- but 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 here, now here's my thing, Josh. Here's why I kind of like the car with the Jets, which, by the way, Andrew's going to hate it. It is what it is. I get it. But here's why, though. Because if you're the Jets in the first round, what what if they go the receiver from Ohio State? He's a good receiver. And if you have him and then Garrett Wilson, and, and then Carr has no excuses, right? You have not. He didn't have any excuses last year. Yeah, yeah. So here's my question to you, Vince. Go ahead. All right, so this is a real question. I know it's going to sound like a joke. No, go ahead. But – did you know that your second grade teacher is on the New York Jets staff and that in like a six degrees of um, New York Jets that you're somehow related to somebody on the Jets offensive staff? They're connected to everybody. They're connected to everybody. I'm, I've got somebody who worked with me. Uh, someone who worked with Jimmy Garoppolo is on the – Robert Salo worked with Jimmy Garoppolo, so there's a connection there. Tom mm-hmm. Dunn 
worked with Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and then Hackett worked with Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's got a link. Everybody is linked to the New York Jets. People, even Daniel Jones, lived in the same city as uh, Robert Sala last year. Mm-hmm. And how they met at like a fancy restaurant, and therefore mm-hmm. every quarterback in the league is connected to mm-hmm. the New York Jets. So it's yep. just saying that like he has a connection. Yeah, everybody has a connection, but not everybody has yep. somebody whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Like you could be a future first ballot Hall of Famer if you went with the yeah. Jets. I mean, like, first off, okay, the New York Jets might not even realize this, but they play in the AFC East. Yeah. Now, if they played in the AFC South, we'd be having a different story. Oh, yeah. They'll probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They play in the same division as Buffalo, who also should be a suitor for Taylor Lewan, by the way. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. But, like, which, by by the way, Josh, the AFC East play the NFC East. The Jets versus the Giants, that should be a good game. Sure. the Jets should win that game, but keep going. It's all good. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Yeah. But if you're but if you're going to sit there and whisper sweet nothings in a Derek Carr, then it would behoove Derek Carr to at least look at who else is in the division. Mm-hmm. You have the Bills. You have a Patriots team that's sitting there with fifty million dollars in cap space. Hopefully, they know how to use it. You have a Dolphins team that's leaning on the mighty Skylar Thompson with Mike <laughs> McDaniel and Tyreek Hill. You're playing <laughs> NFC East, which happens to have. Three playoff teams last year um, in the Giants, the Eagles, uh-huh. the Cowboys, um, and the one team that I actually like, the one team who I think is going to make moves, is the Washington Commanders, right? So which, by the first, way, they franchise type uh, pain, by the way. Keep going didn't again. I tell you that was going to happen? Because, yep, yep. I mean, I remember me and you were going through all the free agents, yeah, and we and we finally stopped at Deron Payne, and we were like, that's a $20 million a year player. Yep. Yep. That's the kind of guy who you're like, okay, now we really do need to use the franchise tag for value. So many of these players think they're twenty million dollar a year players, and they aren't. Deron Payne is actually one. You of know, them. And Josh. You know who's happy, by the way, Hargraves. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and he should be um, because he's going to be instantly the most sought after defensive tackle. It's, it's like it's not even going to be a competition. Whatever the defensive tackle market is, he's going to set it this year. Yeah. And I don't know, by the way, that he's worth it, just so you know. Yeah. Like, I know he had a great year last year. I know he's a good player. I'm not – I don't know that he's better than Deron Payne. No, but... no he's not. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, my, I guess my point to you is that if you're in the AFC East and mm-hmm. you're in the Jets – and by the way, you, you heard me talk about them. We, we ranked the teams literally mm-hmm. two weeks ago's podcast. Mm-hmm. You know I have the Jets as second. You know I think they're going to be good. But if you're Derek Carr, after you get done, you know, meditating to the sweet nothings whispered in your ear, you need to open your eyes and realize yep. you're facing the NFC East and you're facing the AFC, and that it may be a nine and seven season. Yeah, you know, it might be a nine seven and one season. It might be a ten and seven season. Like all of that is in play realistically, and that is a good outcome. Mm-hmm. It's a bad outcome would have you finishing in the same spot that you finished with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. 11. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to do that. No. I I mean, I think we're doing it for him. Yes. Right. But I don't think he's going to do it. I think that what he's going to do is he's going to light up some candles. He's going to get in the, in the bathtub. He's going to put a bath bomb in. It's going to you know be playing really beautiful music and on a loop. He's going to have this quote of, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if you win with the Jets. And he's going to sign. He's going to sign. 
Like, I, I can't imagine him doing anything different. I, I've never, no one has ever spoken words like that to me. And I'm married. Yeah. I have a wife. Yeah. And we exchanged vows. Yeah. You know what my, my wife has never said to me? What? She never said, if you win in New York, you two could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No one's ever said that to me. I got married. I had a woman give me vows. I've never had anything so romantic ever said to me as Derek Carr did from Look at that. And what about the dark what about the darkness? What about the darkness? I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, look at that. Look at that, Josh. We heard yeah. Rogers wanting the darkness retreat. Have you ever heard that? Look at that. I mean, but then again, at the end of the day, Josh, see, I love Aaron Rodgers, that's my guy. But I can't listen, that's what, he did it by himself. He took the money and guess where the word of Packers are. Seriously, I, I talked to my dad about this. And this is yeah. listen, I listen, I love this Sean Watson for football reasons, not know what he did. But 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 that, but those what the quarterbacks that's what the quarterbacks get. And now look at the Ravens. See, for example, right? I mean, Lamar wants big money, but you can't blame get. the GM. But by the way, you can't blame the GM. By the way, because first of all, do you trust Lamar staying healthy? That's number one. Two, I mean, if you give Lamar big money, look what's look what's happening to the Packers. It looks what's happening to Cleveland, right? Because you got you you can't pay everybody. You can't. And look, look at the Bengals, man. Because they, look at the Bengals too. They got to play tickets. We'll find out what happens to that next month. But, but Josh, I get what you're saying. Um, but here's my thing, Josh. To make Jets fans happy, okay. And now the only thing I'm not happy about is the the, the hire of the OC and Kyle Downing. But that's not no hinder there. So, okay. Do you so to make Jets fans happy, Josh? I mean. What what can we say to make Jets fans happy? I mean, at well, least they have something. I but... mean, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we can say, yeah, yeah. and what they're going to convince themselves of by the time that. Okay. And you're going to have to decide whether that's happy enough, okay? okay. And I think okay. you're going to get two different answers depending on what when you make that decision, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. First off, I think Derek Carr is going to sign there, okay. okay? But what I said two weeks ago still applies. Mm -hmm. There were a grand total of two quarterbacks who could legitimately turn the Jets into Super Bowl contenders. One of them was Aaron Rodgers. The other was Lamar Jackson. I agree. And whether you are, whether they franchise tagged him or not, I told you on your show that I think that Lamar Jackson is worth two first round picks. I agree. He's the kind of guy who you're like, you know what? Damn the torpedoes. I want Lamar Jackson. I don't really give a shit about my future. This guy's solves for quarterback. Yeah. And they didn't do it. Instead, they said, you know what? We'd rather have our first round pick and we will downgrade to Derek Carr. Now, whatever you think Derek Carr actually is, right? And you know me. You know I love to rank quarterbacks. You know it's one of my favorite things. For the record, Jets fans, I have Derek Carr firmly as number 15, a slip from where I had him last year at number 11. Mm-hmm. 15th best quarterback in the NFL. I mm. picked everybody. I went one through 32. We will do a podcast on that at some point. But for our purposes right now, I have Derek Carr as the 15th best quarterback in the entire NFL. Mm. So where does that get you precisely? I'll tell you where I think it gets you. I think it gets you into the wild card. That's and not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, you say that now. And I told you, I think that your answers are going to be different by the time the wild card rolls around. Yeah. Like, are you happy with a 10 and 7 season? Are you happy with an 11? No, no, Josh. If I was a Jets fan, yes, because here's my here's is my reason. That would save Salah's job. It would. And that's all you need. Yeah. 
Well, then congratulations. You two are a happy Jets fan. But I don't think you're going to be there at the end of the season. I'll tell you where I think you're going to be. I think you're going to have a bunch of delusional Jets fans. It will have migrated from Miami. Remember the same Miami fans that me and you were listening to? Oh, yeah. After week after week. Skylar Thompson is the second coming. Um, Everything's going to be great. Don't worry about Mike Vigano. We'll keep hearing Mike Vigano's name. Mike Vigano is better than Kyle, but keep going. That's what they say. Yeah, and then what happened? I remember what happened. Do you remember what happened? Do you remember the loss in the first round to Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. But, you, but Josh, you know what they also said? We also we all, almost came close. We almost came close. But that's not that doesn't get you anything. Yeah. Especially in the following offseason. Yeah. Like yeah. one thing for Buffalo fans to be disappointed with what happened this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and Buffalo is probably gonna lose Tremaine Edmonds. Everything I hear is that Detroit is doing everything in its power to get Tremaine Edmonds to sign there. And by the way, Josh, did you hear the news? You're you're the the Bills hired the receiving coach that that was Odell's coach. So yeah, if that's I, interesting. Okay. Well, that's interesting. It's all about money. It's all about yep. money. You know that. But like, yep. I think they're going to lose their stud linebacker, right? I think mm-hmm. they're gonna be, uh, losing him, and I think Bills fans are going to be devastated until the season starts. Yep. And yep. Then remember that, like, there's a grand total of four linebackers in the NFL who, like, make a true blue difference um, and are completely irreplaceable. One of them is in San Francisco with Fred Warner. Yep. But not because Fred Warner is, like, the greatest – like, his special skill is that he locks down the middle of the field. Uh-huh. So, like, it's not like you can't throw the ball on Fred Warner. You can. You're mm-hmm. just going to get a first down, right? Does that make yes. sense the way I'm explaining it? Yes, but yes. He doesn't, like, just completely erase another guy on the side of the field. Mm-hmm. You just won't be able to, like – take shots in the middle of the field. Like, Yak isn't coming for you, right? But, like, my point is that Tremaine Edmonds, as awesome as he is, he's great. He's not one of these, like, oh, my God, what am I ever going to do? Mm-hmm. This guy's in the middle of the field as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. So, I guess here's my big point, right, is that at the end of next year, and I look at me already forecasting, right, mm-hmm. uh, and the Bills are disappointed right now, but at the end of the day, you're going to be able to say, you know what, stop but we made it to the second round. We made it to the second round of the playoffs. That's where we lost. Yeah. It happens, you know. And the Bengals. <clears throat> Bengals fans right now are miserable. And yet, by next year, they'll be like, you know what? We made it to the AFC Championship game. Joe Burrow took a big step forward. You know, we got to be happy with what we got. I'm sorry that we didn't win. But, hey, it, it sucks. Only the Chiefs are super-duper happy. The Dolphins, on the other hand, yeah. They're going to be miserable. Yeah, because of their quarterback. Yep. Not just. That's yeah. not the only reason. I mean, that's what they're focused on right now. Yeah. But the real truth is, is that the Dolphins don't have any way to improve. Yeah. Right? And this is the problem with signing Derek Carr and, like, making beautiful promises and whispering sweet nothings in Derek Carr's ear. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's going to suck for this year uh-huh. or even leading into the year. The problem is, is that the next year, where do you go from there? That's true, yeah. And, like, where do you go? If you're the Jets, where do you go from a first-round? Well, I'm going to push you into the future. Okay. Where do you go from a first-round exit next year? What do you – so, okay, so you're asking me where do they you've go? Had, you've had an 11 – you've had a 10-6, and 10-7 season, um, and you lost in the first round of the playoffs to Buffalo as the, as the sixth seed, as the fifth seed. Okay. But now your cap is completely tied up. Yeah. Because you tied it because you tied it up in Derek Carr. 
Yeah. And your ceiling is the first or the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're happy now, but I say to you that next year you won't be happy. No, no, because I think there will be a lot of pressure because because there will be a lot of pressure because, first of all, that team is fully stacked, right? Because obviously, like, Brees Hall, they're like the receivers, the defense. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Josh. I mean, I mean, you, you have a good point because they got to think to themselves, what can we do after that? Because, because what the te- they what they te- tell themselves is, we have the defense. All we needed was the quarterback. Now, if we lose in the second round, the first round, then, then what the fuck? Then what, what was the problem? Right? No, no, Josh, you, you're then right in the head, right? Which is what the 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 more see I'm not I'm not more I'm I'm not worried about Carr actually I'm more worried about the see I like Salah too man and I really really do you know you know you know, you know Josh you know me I love Salah but yours truly love Salah I have no problems with Salah my I, only problem was my only problem was the higher foot with Hackett and Downing but that's not either there it's whatever what can you do yeah. he's trying to connect he's trying to connect himself to every quarterback that could possibly be available yeah doesn't care everyone except for Zach Wilson but you don't know you don't know who Robert Salas grandma is and you don't know if Zach Wilson has had contact with her okay hold on hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> also also Josh by the way you're all gonna be happy by the way you're gonna be happy by the way because I don't know if you heard this news one hour ago with Ian Rappaport so the Broncos spent today with a tricky candidate for vacant Defensive corner job, Matt Patricia, by the way. Look at that. Source tells me Tom Papasolio, the former Patriot assistant, is in Denver speaking with Champagne, Rex Ryan. So, so another word is coming down to Matt Patricia, Rex Ryan, and Vance Joseph. And what, which, by the way, Jordan Schultz tweeted one hour ago, Vance Joseph met with uh, this morning with Howie Roseman, owner Jeffrey Lores. So source tells the score. He's in play for both the Eagles and the Broncos. Which, by the way, Ben Joseph, if I was you, picked Philly. If I was you, well, go ahead, John. Of course you would. Yes, yes. But that's not really the point. The point is, is that it doesn't really matter. The Broncos are going from a Vic Fangio de- from a Vic Fangio led defense, yeah, to whoever one of these three retreads are. Whether it's Rex Rex Ryan or Vance Joseph, it doesn't matter. None yeah. of them are as qualified as Vic Fangio. Can you imagine if they went Matt Patricia over Rex Ryan? That's They're just going backwards. Yeah. What they needed to do was they needed to pay whatever the fuck it cost. It didn't matter, right? Yeah. It didn't matter. And I said this to you. Yeah. The only reason, well, it wasn't the only reason, but the primary reason that the Sean Payton hiring was such a good idea yeah. was because you were also getting Vic Fangio. Yeah. The moment that you hired Sean Payton and you paid $20 million a year for that privilege, the next step is to pay the $10 million a year it costs to get Vic Fangio. Yeah. But you didn't do that. What did no. you do? You said, ah, well, we fired him once. We can't have him back. So you break up the duo, and now you're stuck looking at ESPN. What's going to make – what makes anybody think that Rex Ryan is going to be anything better than Jeff Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Like, so, all right. So I guess back to the Jets very quickly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You know that I love Robert Sala. You Me too, yeah. Oh, I think that Robert Sala is a rock star. Yeah. I think the Jets need an offensive line. I a agree. real offensive line. The kind of offensive line that puts fear in the hearts of their AFC East opponents. Yes. The kind of offensive line that, that shuts down the Matthew Judons of the world. The kind of offensive line that stops the Von Millers of the world. Yes, yes. They think they need a quarterback. They think that their problem is – it's Mike White. It's Zach Wilson. Yeah. We're never going to get any better. 
That's yeah. what they think. Yeah. And like, so there is, why don't we just throw all of our resources into Derek Carr? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now and all the, and the entire audience, the Vince Size podcast, mm-hmm. that's going to get you at best. And I'm giving you a best case scenario. Mm. The first round loss in the playoffs, maybe the second round. So I guess, I guess the very best scenario would be that you would lose in the second round. Mm. Not getting anywhere close to the Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrows, and the um, Josh Allens of the world. It's, you're not even in the same ballpark. Mm. So with Derek Carr. So why not build yourself a gangster offensive line? Mm. Yourself, get, get yourself the kind of offensive line where it doesn't even matter what the defense is doing. You have studs at every position and just develop your quarterbacks. No, they're going to they're gonna take the long way. And it's going to burn them. It's going to burn them because I'm giving you a best case scenario. The worst case scenario is that Derek Carr is exactly the same kind of quarterback that he was in Las Vegas literally this year. This year. What happens if he doesn't pick up the playbook? I'm Vince. What happens? What happens? That's not good. No, it's not good. What happens if it turns out that Garrett Wilson isn't exactly the same as Devontae Adams? It's not good. We saw That's the same right. problems last year. See, I'm, I'm not trying to head. You know what's crazy? And I, I feel bad for Andrew because it's, it's, it's a damn shame because we know – they have the defense. They know we know they have the defensive-minded coach. And see, this is my fear with defensive-minded coaches, man. I mean, it, well, listen, it, listen, man. Shout out to Belichick. Listen, obviously he has six, six, six Super Bowls. But at the end of the day, Josh, listen, I like defensive-minded coaches. But you, at the end of the day, you got you got to have the right quarterback and you got got to have the right OC. And so as of right now, if I if I'm a Jets fan, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen this year because I fear about the the high guy they hire of Hackett. I fear about Todd Downing. So, and I, I and I fear there's going to be a lot of pressure on Salvo because you have no excuses. You have a good defense. You know, you have good receivers, right? And we'll see what they do in the draft. Now, I, I do think if they nail the draft, well, then they they could be more interesting. But but like you said, but how more interesting, right? So so I don't know, Josh. I mean, I, I want Jess fans to be happy. Uh, but I will say this. I will say this. Now they might they might have a chance with this, right, Josh? See, if I'm a Jets fan, here's the thing, right? Now, now I know Miami fans are not getting happy, like you know they they you know they have Vic Fangio, but like we said about Tua, he can't stay healthy, right? Now, now with you know with the Bills, obviously you don't like Ken Dorsey, obviously. I mean, but but Josh, let me ask you this: Is it fair to say? And I I I, I talk to my boy Lucas like. All, every day. So, shout, shout, by the way, shout out to my co-host, Lucas Danner, by the way. No, but seriously, Josh, like, who who is the best play caller in that division as the OC? Because that, that could make that could make the Jets fan maybe happy. I mean, Josh, uh, you, you know, Josh, you told me yourself, you don't like Ken Dorsey. Well, the problem is that yeah. the best play caller in that division is Josh Allen. Yeah. And it sucks to he- feel that way. Yeah. But the bottom line is that even if Derek Carr comes into the division – it's still Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh yeah. Allen can always call his own number. Yeah. It may only be for five yards. Yeah. It could also be for 40. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't know. From play to play, if Josh Allen, like, feels like running, if he needs to do, like, a good run. Mm-hmm. I mean, because at the beginning of last year, he was on fire. Yeah. He was a, he was a gangster in love. The dude was incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, he needs to put it together for a full season. Yeah. But – Ken Dorsey was a rookie yeah. at play calling. Like, God forbid I give him more than one year 
to get better at doing things. Mm-hmm. A year without Isaiah McKenzie. I'm going to exercise a little bit of patience on Ken Dorsey, but unfortunately, Derek Carr still doesn't solve for Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers does. Lamar Jackson does. And the fact that you even have those options should dissuade you from going after Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense the way I'm explaining it? Like, Derek Carr doesn't solve the problem. It just keeps it going. Make mm-hmm. sense? What, what, what happened? Well, I just said that Derek Carr doesn't solve for the problem. The problem is Josh Allen at any given moment could go off in, like, a rush. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Derek Carr doesn't solve for that. No, no. And I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm nonplussed. The big problem is that Lamar Jackson is there, right? Yeah. Lamar Jackson is out there. Go get him. Go mortgage yeah. the future. If you're going to mortgage the future, if you're going to waste all that salary cap space, go get Lamar Jackson. Yeah. If you're going to waste, if you've made the decision, you are going to use your salary cap, you are going and getting a quarterback right this red hot minute, go get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Go get Lamar Jackson. Do not settle for Derek Carr. Yeah. But. You know why this happened? It's mm-hmm. because me and you and Andrew didn't get our podcast up in time. We didn't get to our podcast before the Jets met yeah. with with um, Derek Carr. Yeah. Now Andrew's in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. How, how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And also, John, real quick, how do you – well, by the way, breaking news, I, obviously the Chiefs, their old season, next old season is going to be Matt Nagy, which – Obviously, well, we all know their play call is going to be Andy Reid, so uh, Chiefs fans should not be afraid at all. Um, but real quick, real quick, by the way, shout out to Bianami getting uh, an OC OC job for for the Commanders, and hopefully, hopefully, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna cheer for for Bianami, man. Because well, you know I, my prediction, don't you? Did I get? Right, tell me, tell me your prediction. I think I said this on overall, but I'll say it to you and all the fans of the Vince Size Podcast coming ahead, out every single day. Thank you, sir. Uh, Yours truly says that Eric Bieniemy by himself is worth two extra wins to the Washington Commanders. Mm. Period. They are they are two wins better as they are with Eric Bieniemy. They are immediately ten and seven as opposed to um, as opposed to eight eight immediately. Okay. Um, now, what does that get you? Right. You know, where does that put you in the division? I don't know the answer to that question. But I do know that if the commanders literally sat on their hands right <laughs> now and said, we're not going to do anything, they're already two games better than they were because of Eric Bieniemy. That's the prediction. Yeah. No, then Josh, I'm with you because they have better receivers than the Giants, and let's face it. Now, I do think the Giants, uh, they have a, I think, I do think the Giants have a better GM, in my opinion. Um, you know, the Cowboys, they're going to be good because of their defense, but Mike McCarthy's going to place. So, no, we know, we know the Cowboys' downfall. So, in other words, so in other words, what you're saying is, which I'm with you, the commanders should be at least second or third. So, in other words, commander fans should be happy. So, uh, they should be like, I'm with you, Josh. I, and also, Josh, this is my prediction. I think the enemy is going to be the coach not uh, after, after next year. That's my prediction. Oh, what a prediction. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. They're going to be their assistant coaches. Uh, like they're either going to be co-coaches or they're going to be um, – or the enemy will be the head coach. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm all the way with you on this. All right. All but, right. Now, now, real quick, Josh. Before, before, we, we, before we wrap up, where are we going next? Now, tell everybody your top ten quarterbacks. Let's do it. Let's do it. So here we go. So it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow, number two. Josh Allen, number three. Okay. I'm pretty unassailable. 
I, I don't, I'm not taking arguments from anybody about, you know, what order those guys should be in. I think that Joe Burrow passed Josh Allen last year. I think Patrick Mahomes passed Joe Burrow. From there, I'm going to surprise everybody with putting Jalen Hurts at number four. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the issue is, is that like, and you, I might not get to another NFC quarterback. I'm doing this off the top of my head just for everybody who's listening. Okay. Okay. I might not get to another NFC quarterback. And that further gives you additional mystique for Jalen Hurts. Okay. Number five, for my money at this red hot minute is Justin Herbert. And part of that is Kellen Moore. But some of <laughs> just that I believe in Justin Herbert. I think he's an Iron Man. I think he plays through things. Facts. He's good. I'm going to go with the safe pick at number six and say it's Lamar Jackson. At number okay. Six. No, that's, that's more. Go ahead. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't think that I, – I think that he's um, really, really good. I think he makes a difference when he plays. The defense has to respect him. He can throw the ball with, with everybody. He's uh-huh. a rock star. Uh-huh. Um, number seven. Hmm. Now it gets tricky. Yep. Yeah, well, give me a second. I, I, I just have to remember everybody who I like. Um, AFC North. I got Burrow and Jackson. Okay, so AFC West. Patrick Mahomes is number one. I got Justin Herbert, AFC South. Stafford? Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. 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 AFC South at number seven. Okay. Um, I did Allen. I don't like anybody else. All right. So NFC. I think I'm going to go with Brock Purdy at number eight, but maybe that's a bad pick because of the torn, torn UCL. The surgery. All right, hold off on Brock Purdy, but he would be my number eight if he was healthy. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. So he wins. That's what I want. I want a quarterback who's going to win every game. Who's going to like? Who's going to push every game? Who's going to be able to make all the throws? That's all I want. No, Josh. You know what? You know what? You know what the audience would do that would say, would say to that. They would still say this. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> No, but seriously, I'll give you my top ten because I no. Hold on, I'm not there yet. Give me a second. Okay, 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 okay. Number nine is I. I hate putting him here. Number nine is probably Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and number ten. Number ten. Ah, fuck! I can't believe I'm doing this. <sighs> can't believe the following words are coming out of my mouth um number 10 is justin fields really yeah. wow um, he has so little to work with man he has so little to work with and it just makes you wonder i mean like running wise he's as good as lamar jackson yeah he's he's this he's a rock star yeah so like him khalil herbert and then like your number one receiver is byron pringle what yeah. is it like, this is nonsense. Yeah. And, like, I get it that you made this big trade for Chase. God, that trade looks even worse in hindsight. But the mere fact that he can, like, lift the Bears to some kind of level of respect. You know what? I should change my answer. I, I hate him. but I, I... Can I guess who it is? Can I guess who it is? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is it, is it, Kirk, is it Kirk Cousins? I, I almost went there. I was going to say Tua. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he gets injured 
hurt all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the moment he's hurt, he plummets down the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott and that group are, like, in the next tier. Kyler Murray. I didn't want to put Kyler Murray too high. Um, you know what? Maybe Geno Smith. Maybe okay. Smith at number 10. Okay. But you get the idea. After the top, like, seven, it really starts to fall. Yeah, yeah. Now, people are going to hate my list, but it's all good. Number one's obviously, one's obviously Mahomes. I mean, that's no, that's no question. Two is Josh Allen. Three is Burrow. Okay, yeah. four, I like Justin Herbert. How about that? Um, five, I like, um, let's see here. Let's see here. I already got my four. Um, four, yeah. five is going to be Lamar Jackson. Six is oh, going to be. Oh, not Jared Goff? No. Six is going to be Trevor Lawrence. I like number six for you. Yeah. Seven is going to be. Now this is what this is going to be tough. Now seven's going to be Jalen Hurts. Damn, oh, fuck. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. I you know I like my guy Rodgers. Oh I'm... come on. But Josh and Andrew going. Shout out to my boy Lucas and, and Josh because they think Rodgers is washed. It's okay though. It's okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways, uh, number eight is going to be I would say um, Hurts probably. Yeah, nine. I'm going to go. Nine can go anywhere now. Nine could go, fuck. Um, hmm. Jared, I like Jared Goff number nine. That's fair. Number nine. Ten is gonna be Kirk Cousins. That's uh, not, yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's not a bad of a list. It's Where's not... Brock Party? He's hurt. He's hurt right now. How about that? I'm gonna oh, admit you. There, Brock Party's good. <laughs> okay, t- 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 tell me why you have when he's healthy. Why do you tell him? Why do you have him in the top ten, Josh? It's because I, he's got more playoff wins than who? Who? It's not that complicated. I want you to throw complete passes, not take sacks, and not throw interceptions. It's really not that hard. Okay. Can you do all three all three things as a rookie? Oh, you can. You're up there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And Brock Purdy can. Yeah. Brock Purdy can't. Yeah, Brock Purdy not only can, he does. Yeah. So yeah, give it to him. Yeah. Absolutely. So so yeah, that's me and Josh's top ten. And people have a problem with that, that's fine. But Josh, yep. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. First of all, shout out to our boy Andrew, which by the way, great pod, great podcast, uh, great show with uh, Jim Trotter, by the way. Shout out to our boy Andrew. And also Josh, I can't wait for our prediction show. We do the you know division picks and everything because that's going to be a fun show with our boy Andrew Jones on the Finside Podcast. Um, I, this was a blessed man. We, we hopefully we made Tennessee Jet and Jets fans uh, some more and other fans happy. You feel me? Which by the way, I got some news. By the way, I'm going to podcast with a Chiefs fan. By the way, on this Monday, so I can't wait. His name is Charles. By the way, so I can't wait to podcast with my boy Charles. I'm going to podcast with my boy buddy Wayne Breezy. He's a 49ers fan, so I can't wait for that. Um, and I'm also so do me a favor on that Chiefs podcast, because I'm going to be listening. I want you to ask him about Orlando Brown Jr. Okay. I want to know what his plans are for that particular player. Are we franchise tagging? Are we just going to franchise tag him every single year? Um, are we going to sign him and lock him up long term? It's everything. As far as I'm concerned with the Chiefs, it's everything mm-hmm. to keep that offensive line together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's everything. It's their advantage. And the moment they start losing pieces, I think Mahomes becomes vulnerable. I know everybody else is focused on wide receiver. I want to know what they're going to do with offensive tackle. I offensive agree. line, just period. I agree. Because as soon as they 
sign Orlando Brown, that's not their problem. But I'm with you. I'm with you, Josh. But anyways, but yeah, I, I should. I'll be podcasting with a Steeler fan pretty, 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 pretty soon. So um, I want I want his thoughts about this, his the season for the Steelers, or hopefully for their future. So we'll see. So with Josh, with that being just with that being said, Josh, go ahead and tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you. I mean, you, can, you can follow me at JB Fortis, but really, um, I, as I say every time, I'm mostly here to just shoot the shit with my guy Vince here and. Andrew Jarrell Jones on the overall um, sports show. I'm the loudmouth who has the crazy takes. Um, second craziest to Manny Mavuso. Um, I'm the one who, um, I mean, you can hear me everywhere. Come on. I'm, I'm ready to open a room at any given moment um, on Spotify Live. I'll talk Celtics with you. I'll talk anything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I will, I mean, I know Vince says that this is going to be the last one until the offseason. Um, finishes up. I'm here to tell you right now that I'm going to bother Vince pretty much um, on the weekly to see to make sure that our voices get get out there on the Vince. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. We will have fun with that for the audience. You feel me? I cannot, we got this. We got. This. We love you, audience. We, we do love you, audience. Listening. And we're we're so, going to chip in all throughout free agency and all throughout the draft. I'm doing my draft prep now. I've got strong opinions on that. Um, so we'll we'll keep this going. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's my that's my outro. You you can find me also, in- real quick. At least at least he didn't say, you, you, at least he didn't say Josh Giddy was the best player on OKC. I'm not going to mention no the because that's a stupid take. Come on, I know, I know. I'll say I'll say this, ladies and gentlemen. His is it is is well. It the, the name rhymes with Danny. I'll just say that he's the guy said. Josh Giddy is way better than Gilgis Alexander. I'll just say that. But anyways. Well, say, it's the same me. guy who says that Daniel Jones is worth $40 million a year. Yeah. And also Crazy. he's a Zach Wilson fan, by the way, too. And also he's a Skyler Thompson fan, too. Which, but, but, but with that being said, you guys can follow me. At oh, respect, really, at quickly, really quickly. I forgot to, I forgot to say this. Um, shout out to Meryl Streep. She's coming out with a new movie. Um, but also the reason I'm shouting her out right now is because um, it's rumored that she has a new boyfriend, and I think that it's Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh, shit. There we go. Look at, look at Joshua B. Look at Joshua B. Look Joshua B. But anyways, you guys can follow me at Respectable Vink and, and, and also at Vinci, V-I-N-C-E-S-A-I-Z-824. With that being said, this podcast should be posted in, in about five minutes. Joshua B., I'll, I'll probably see you next week. Or yeah. the following week, if if any more dues, me and Josh will be back next week or the other week. But me me and Josh will figure it out. But everybody, Josh, you have a good night. And have I'll a good night, man. Tomorrow on overall, peace. Overall.